Super Bowl Sunday, Sunday, February 5th, 2017. 28-3. Super Bowl LI. 28-3 in the third quarter. Falcons are up. You think the game's over. It's done. We have the end. Is it the end of the Brady era? You think, okay, you know, hey, nice run. Seven Super Bowl. Him and Belichick. It's good. You know, they had a great run, but it's over. I am stunned speechless. I, I mean, I was rooting for the Falcons, but the better team won today. The better team won. 31 unanswered points by the Patriots. 19 points in the fourth quarter. Brady throws for a buck 96 in the fourth quarter alone. 466 for the game. Breaks the record of 414. That, Isaac, I'm sorry. That Kurt Warner threw against the Tennessee Titans back in 1999. Was it 99? It was many moons ago, folks. Many moons ago. In Super Bowl 34. Wow, that's a long time ago. 414. It's 4 166 yards today. I mean, they're not even stats. 43 is 62. They hit the shit out of him in the game. He did say shit during the press conference. I thought that was kind of funny. He had the moment with Goodell, which really was kind of anticlimactic. But Robert Kraft did say that we've been through a lot the last two years, and this one will be the sweetest of all. I agree. You're down 28-3. You come back. You outscore your opponent. 19 points in the fourth quarter. You get the ball for overtime. You just go down and drive. Brady, 43-62, 4-66, two touchdowns. And INT, his first pick six ever in postseason history. Pick six. Five Super Bowl wins. Record for a quarterback. Fourth Super Bowl MVP for Brady. NFL record. 15 Super Bowl touchdown, touchdown passes. NFL record. Sacked five times today. Really got nothing out of LeGarrette Blunt, 11 of 31, plus had a a fumble what got ripped out of his arms. James White, six catch, six rushes for 29 yards, two touchdowns, 14 catches for a buck 10 with a TD. James White was a beast today. Edelman, five of 87, he had some drops. But it, at the, I'll tell you, he was off the first, first almost three quarters. He was really off. He was off Brady. And they were missing, passes were bouncing, there was a couple of interceptions, and I thought Falcons played some great ball, and then they just kept chipping away. It, they had missed extra point, it's 28-9, they got a they, fourth down, I thought maybe they should go for it. You know what, after speaking to my friend Harris, I, I agreed with him, get, get the points on the board, 28-12, you think, okay. And then they get a strip sack on Ryan, 28-20, and then, at the, then it's 28-20, and Julio Jones makes a catch where he gets both feet in and you think they're going to get a field goal to make it 31-20 and the game's over and they get a sack and they're a uh, holding penalty and all of a sudden they have to punt the ball back and bam, they go down, they get another touchdown and two-point conversion. Unbelievable. I mean, unbelievable. You're down 28. You have to make, you have an extra, missed extra point and you get two two-point conversions. And the first one, they did a direct snap where you thought Brady got the ball and the, bam, he went in for the two-point conversion. You were like, holy crap. And he spread the ball around. Edelman, 5 for 87. Amendola, 8 for 78. Malcolm Mitchell, the rookie, had a... Seemed like he was catching every ball. 6 for 70. Martellus Bennett, 5 for 62. Hogan, 4 for 57. 
Trey Flowers on the defense, two and a half sacks, six tackles, two tackles for loss, five quarterback hits. God damn. Julio Jones had four catches for 87 yards. He had four targets the whole game. How does Julio Jones only have four targets? And, you know, they talked about the other guy stepping up. Well, no, they really didn't. Mohamed Sanu had two for 25. Taylor Gabriel, three for 76. Devontae Freeman, 11 for 75 on the ground and two for 46. But he had a great catch that brought him to midfield. And I thought they were, I tell you, the Falcons, every time I thought they would really put him away, they didn't do it. They didn't do it. It was 28-3, and they had a couple times when they got the ball back, and they didn't do anything. Ryan, 17-23, 284, two touchdowns, 144.1 passer rating. Grady Jarrett, three sacks for the, for the Falcons, three tackles for loss, five tackles, four quarterback hits. But listen, okay, listen to these stats for the end of game. Patriots, 37-17 on first downs. Total plays, 93-46. The Pats had, had the... Uh, almost double, yeah, oh, double, double the number of plays. Time of possession, 40-31 to 23-37 for the Pats. Total yards, 546 to 344. That, for 200 yards more in total yards. Turnovers, two for the Pats, one for the Falcons, led to 22 total points, 37 to 17 on first downs. Almost 16 more minutes. I mean, they were, they were, they were, they were dead. They were dead. The Falcons were dead. You can't give up a 28-3 lead. And I was listening... Driving back, we went to a neighbor's house to watch the game, and he was saying they'll be lucky if they have 10 people meeting them at the airport. And you saw Arthur Blank on the sideline just like he looked like he was stu- well, stunned. And Dan Quinn said, hey, we played our hearts out. You know what? You can't give up a 28-3 lead, man. I'm sorry. You can't do it. I know they played hard. I know people said they'll be back, but will they? That's a tough one to get over. Matt Ryan, I mean, I almost, you know, you saw him, you know, the, there was one point during the game where of actual time he sat out 68 minutes. He didn't even get a ball because – they had the interception return. And then the Patriots got the ball back, and he wasn't on the field for 68 minutes. And I felt they never really got into a flow. I mean, they were up 21 nothing. They gave a field goal before that, 21-3. They got the ball back, and then back, and then it's 28-3. You think, it's over. Even 28-9, I thought it was over. And I didn't think they could come back. Son of a bitch. And I remember, I was, yeah, I was saying, well, they got to get, you know, they, they we're going to have OT, which we never had. First overtime game ever. In the history of Super Bowl. 50, 51 games, 51st game, we finally have an overtime game. Unbelievable. I mean, and and Edelman, the ball was tipped. It should have been. There was a couple of balls at the end when it was uh, the last, the game time drive in the fourth quarter. They had a couple tips, the Falcons. They made a tip and they Edelman, they uh, made uh, off a foot, grabbed it off the ground and concentration. Hell of a play. They were comparing it to the, the, uh, David Tyree catch. David Tyree catch was out of control. That was, he was getting yanked down. This was more of a tip ball. A great catch. I'll give him that, but it was not a Tyree catch. I'm not going to compare it to that. Just amazing. I mean, I mean, what he did in the fourth quarter was enough. And he did that against the, uh, did against the the Seahawks a couple years ago where he had a fourth quarter for the ages. Five rings. Five rings. Five rings for him. And Alex, Alex Mack, Played with a fracture in his left fibula. He played the whole goddamn game. Whole goddamn game. They said Julio Jones was was toe was one hundred percent. The over under went to fifty eight. Well, what they score? So it was thirty four twenty eight sixty two. They went over. Ryan was going to be, and you know what should have been. Ryan was on on pace to be the MVP. Would have been the first. 
NFL MVP to win the Super Bowl MVP in the same season as Kurt Warner did it in 99. Well, no way they should have lost this game. And this year when he has more than more than 60 yards, they're 7 and 5. They're now 7 and 6. The Falcons were 7 and 6 when he had more than 75 60 yards receiving. Unbelievable. It was a 0-0 score at the end of the first quarter. Can you believe that? And no team had ever come back in a Super Bowl down by more than 10 points. No, no longest biggest comeback ever been a 10 point. Second quarter with 808 left in the second quarter, the Falcons had outgained the Patriots 133 to 12 in the second quarter alone. And then they had three holding penalties in a row. I thought that I th- 20 I was 14 nothing. I thought okay, they're going to they're going to put it in the Patriots and then he th- Robert Alford who does this, you know, just go in the goddamn end zone. He was doing this like jogging at the end, 82 yard interception return. And I thought 21 nothing. It's over. Falcons last two games against the Packers and the Patriots 45 to 3 they outscored them in the first half. The Patriots had 24 first downs in the second half. 24 to 8 in, in the second half. 24 to 8 on, on first downs and they gained 300 I, I have to say they had 205 in the first half. They had including overtime they had 3 41 in the second half in overtime. That is, they were even better in the second half. Unbelievable. Brady threw in the second half in overtime 287 yards in the second half alone. 287 in the second half with two touchdowns. Unbelievable. James White had 10 catches in the second half in overtime. And Amendola had one catch with the... Amendola had a huge second half. He had one catch in the first half. He had seven in the second half. Edelman, too. I'm, uh, yeah. And, and Ma- Malcolm Mitchell didn't do much in the first half. He had a monster second half, too. Yeah, they all had bigger... Yeah, I think yeah, Bennett... Well, Bennett only had one catch in the second half. Hogan had two catches in the second half. Edelman had a big drop. That's why I thought... I didn't think it was their day because he had a ball that he, he would have ran for first down he dropped. I thought, okay, maybe it's not their day. Yeah, Edelman didn't... Five for 87, but he... Amendola, man. Amendola had a touchdown catch. And they talked about how the Falcons didn't have... Their, their tight ends weren't... Uh, a big part of their offense. Well, Austin Hopper had a beautiful touchdown catch in the first half. Mohamed Sanu not a, not did really was useless, was a non-factor. But I thought Devontae Freeman had a good game. I thought Coleman had some nice runs. Twenty-three, you can't you can't, you can't lose games like that. You just can't. Yeah, I I'm kind of kind of speechless. Yeah, the better team won. Belichick. Never. That's what. That's what. Um. That's what Brady said. Even twenty-eight-three, we just never gave up. They never did. Never gave up. Five and two in Super Bowls. Unbelievable, right? And uh, my buddy Harris wanted them to win because he wanted the only two losses to be against Eli. That's what he said. He said, "Well, I want him to have his only two losses against Eli." Well, you got it, Harris. You got it. All right. I could talk about this for. I'll more to talk about. I just wanted to get my thoughts across. I'm kind of like, wow, 
and I thought the game was kind of boring. I really did. I thought it wasn't really going anywhere. It really wasn't. I thought the over, the commercials, for the most part, really sucked. The Cam Newton one with the football game, where uh, the for the Buick or whatever, was hilarious. But overall, most of the ads sucked, like to the point where I was like, I wasn't even interested in any of them. I watched a little bit of Lady Gaga, Snoozeville. Ooh, I want to see, I want to see Logan. That looks really good. That looks awesome, actually. That I want to see. Movie preview. And uh, 24 starts tonight. Very psyched about that. Okay, let's talk about, I have a couple more things I want to get off my chest today. Nets. They lost the Wolves. Keep 129 points. 51% from the field. They lost to the Raptors today. 103-95. You know, I didn't check out the Raptors, how the Raptors shot today. So they've been better lately, the Nets, giving up better field goal percentage, 41.6. But I wanted to check to see how they did today. And the Raptors shot 40 up. Not good. 46%. They did hold them to 5 for 19 from 3. The Nets were 13 to 34. At least they took a lot of three-pointers. And the Nets shot 42% today. But they had 16 turnovers in the first half. 22 for the game. Ninth straight loss. 12th straight at home. They have not won in 2017 in Brooklyn this year. Hollis Jefferson, who was, I kept talking about how his plus minus was amazing this year. Well, second straight. <laughs> he had 20 minutes, 6 points, 6 rebounds, 2 assists, minus 16. Isaiah Whitehead in 15 minutes at 2 points, a rebound, and an assist. Trevor Booker had off the bench. Had 15 points, 10 rebounds, and was the only guy who had the best plus-minus. He was plus eight today. Brooke Lopez led the team with 20.7 rebounds, three assists. Bogdanovich had 13. Kilpatrick had 18 off the bench. Kyle Lowry, ninth triple-double for the Raptors. 15 points, 11 rebounds, 11 assists. DeMar DeRozan sat out with an ankle injury. Karis LeVert set out to rest his sore knee. Nets fell to 9-42. Toronto improved to 31-21. And and coming into the game, the Nets have been not been great. Finishing at the rim, which is basically within three f- feet of the basket. And against the Pacers, they were 44% shooting within three feet of the rim, which should be much higher, right? 16% below the league average. I don't know. It's try to. It's hard to find things that are good about the Nets right now. You know, it's hard to find things that you're like, oh, okay. And they also, I just saw this for, they already have the odds for next season. And, you know, Brady's coming back. <laughs> New England is 5-1 to one next year for winning the championship. Dallas is next at 8-1. Is that, is that crazy? Crazy. 31 unanswered points. And James White broke the record for most receptions, 14 in a, in a Super Bowl. Not bad, right? I'm following him on Twitter. He had a very good game. Malcolm Butler is due for a new contract. Oh, and I thought this was funny. Canada loses David Cup match versus Great Britain after Dennis Sh- Shapo- Shapovalov was defaulted for hitting fate ball into the face of an umpire. And I was like, I got to see what this looks like. That's good. That's got to be good. That's how you lose the Davis Cup because you get pissed off and you smash the guy in the face, right? 
No, that can't be good for anybody. Hey, Wilmer Flores won arbitration hearing. $2.2 million. The Mets countered with $1.8 million. He had 267 last year, 16 home runs, 49 RBIs. Congrats to you, Wilmer Flores. I wish you the best of luck. Knicks lost last night to the Cavs, 111-104. Knicks fought a 22-30. Cavs improved to 34-15. and Knicks play tomorrow night. I think they play tomorrow night. Yes, they host the Lakers. That was supposed to be the TNT game, but is now going to be preempted by the Cleveland-Washington game. Cavs improved to 34-15. and Carmelo said that he has to get to the gym today because he has to work on a shot. Then maybe they won't boo me. They were heckling him last night. At Saturday, yeah, last night at MSG. LeBron, the youngest to get to 28,000 career points. Knicks were down 27 in the fourth. Carmelo had 17 points on 6-20 shooting. Brandon Jennings helped cut the lead from 27 down to 10 in the fourth. In a three-minute, 20-second span, in the end of the third, going into the fourth, he scored 17 points. He ended up having 23 in the day, 10 assists, 18 in the second half. But the Knicks missed 14 free throws. Porzingis, 9 points, 3 for 10 from the field, 8 rebounds. Cavs, 52% field goal percentage in the first half. Three-pointers that were 10 for 23. And the next five includes games with the Cavs again, Clippers, Spurs, and Oklahoma City Thunder. Had some tough games coming up. Not too good right now for New York sports. I'll tell you that much. Matt Ryan, as I said, was named the MVP. And he finished about 15 votes ahead of Brady. Khalil Mack won the... Defensive player of the year. He finished ahead of Von Miller. Now, Ryan is the first Falcon ever to be named MVP. Also, uh, Jason Garrett got coach of the year to Belichick. Yeah, Belichick will take that every year when he wins the title. I don't think he cares. Dak Prescott got rookie of the year, but he brought Ezekiel Elliott up when he got the trophy for offensive rookie of the year. Joey Bosa got the defensive player of the year for rookies. Falcons offensive coordinator Kyle Shanahan took the assistant coaching job and Jordy Nelson, who had over 1,200 yards, 14 touchdowns to lead the league this year, got the comeback player of the year after having that knee injury in training camp last year. And and Larry Fitzgerald and Giants quarterback Eli Manning shared the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. 47-year history of the award. That is the first Giant ever to win the player Walter Payton, Man of the Year Award. That's pretty cool. Terrell Owens didn't even make the final 10 in the Hall of Fame voting. He put hashtag flawed process. He said Hall of Fame doesn't validate who he is. Good for you, T.O. Stay stay strong. Second straight year. And next year, there's a lot of guys coming in. They they think it's going to be a while until he gets in. He has great stats. I don't know. Someone's got beefs with him. I don't know. Hall of Famers did get in. LaDainian, LaDainian Tomlinson, Terrell Davis with a short career, but he was fantastic in that time. Ran over 2,000 yards, Super Bowl MVP, NFL MVP. Kurt Warner got in. I thought he was deserving. Jason Taylor had over 130 sacks, played for the Jets. So did LaDainian Tomlinson played for the Jets too for a little bit. Jan uh, Stenerud had a, has, a, has a friend now in the... Hall of Fame, Morden Anderson, who I love watching play. NFL's leading scorer. 
He looked great. I saw him. Kenny Easley. I, I loved him. He was a 1984 Defensive Player of the Year out of UCLA. Played with Seattle Seahawks. Jerry Jones got in before Paul Tagliabue. I don't know how that happens. Terrell Owens, man, second in career receiving yards and third in touchdown catches, not in. Tomlinson had over 4,700 yards catching the ball, also ran for over 13,000 yards, and in 2003 became the first player to rush for 1,000 yards and catch 100 passes in a season. Yeah. Isaac Bruce was a, a finalist this year. One or won two MVP awards. He won the Super Bowl one in 99, the same year he won the MVP, the last guy to do that. Davis was a six-round pick out of Georgia in 95. Made a big play on special teams in a game in Japan. Helped make the team. 96 and 98, he helped the Brown, the, I'm sorry, the Broncos to 45 victories and two titles. And 98, yeah, as I said, fourth runner to surpass 2,000 yards with 2008. Knee injury in 99. He made a, he got a, he tore up his knee after making a tackle after interception, playing in only 17 more games. Retired in 2001. Anderson, 25 seasons, 382 games, 2,544 points for five teams. Taylor was also a defensive player of the year, 2006. He had 13 and a half sacks a year. He did everything. 15 year career, 139 and a half sacks, eight interceptions, 29 fumble recoveries. And as I said, easily three time All Pro, 1984 Player of the Year. And helped Seattle make its first conference title game, 83 season. That was the year that I went to see the Raiders at the LA Coliseum beat the Steelers. Then they beat the Seahawks in the AFC Championship game. And then they beat the Redskins 38-9 in the Super Bowl. Jack Squire, remember that big interception return for a touchdown? Yeah, I remember that kind of stuff. And Cowboys might be in play for Adrian Peterson if he becomes a free agent per Adam Schefter. Also, 37-year-old Tony Romo. No plans to retire despite interest from TV networks. Sources tell Adam Schefter. And people said they couldn't believe that Jerry Jones made the Hall of Fame before Commissioner Paul Tagliabue, who made the NFL the most popular sport in America. I tend to agree on that front. And Saturday, Greg Popovich passed Jerry Sloan with 1,127 wins, most Wins with one franchise. Spurs beat the Nuggets 121 to 97. Spurs improved to 39 and 11. Denver fell to 22 and 28. Last night, Boogie Knight. Bo- I'm sorry, Boogie Knights. <laughs> Demarcus Cousins. 32 points, 12 rebounds, 9 assists. Handed the Warriors their eighth loss. They're 43 and 8. Sacramento improved to 20 and 31. They beat Sacramento 109 106 in overtime. Steph Curry at 35. Katie, 10 points on 2-for-10 field goals. Hey, you know what? You're going to have a bad night. Still 43-8. and eight. And this was awesome. Yogi Ferrell, 10 games to the Nets, waived, picked up by Dallas, 4 games in with them, had 34 in his last game the other night, gets a multi-year deal with the Mavericks, 17.8 points a game, 5 assists, last 4 starts. They said, hey, let's give him a multi-year deal. And Zach Levine, Friday, tore his ACL. He's done for the year. Got hurt in the loss to the Pistons. 18.9 points per game, 3.4 rebounds, and over three assists. Not good. Now, how about the comparing the West to the East? The 15, Going into this weekend, the 15 Western teams have 20, or 27 games over 500. Ninth straight year, they've done better than the East, dating back to 2008-2009 season. The East has three titles during that time, and they're all been with LeBron. And two in Miami, one in, one in Cleveland. 
And James, the last two years, was the only East player to be all NBA. The rest are all West. And the West have won five of the last six All-Star games. But this year, for the first time since 1997, the West number eight seed, eight seed could be sub-500 record. Hey, what are you going to do? Two games today of, of note. Celtics beat the Clippers 107-102 in Boston. Paul Pierce's last game in Boston, he had a three at the end of the game. They went crazy at three points. Isaiah Thomas had 28 points. He scored less. There was a bet, I think, to see would Isaiah Thomas score more than the Patriots today. Well, he didn't do it. He had 28. Boston proved to 33 and 18. Clips fell to 31 and 20. But Russ, Russell Westbrook, he did. He had 42 today, 19 in the fourth. Thunder beat the Blazers 105-99. He had 42 today, Westbrook, 14 rebounds, 8 assists. Damian Lillard had 29 for Portland. OKC improves to 30 and 22. Blazers fell to 22 and 30. How about that? And UNC had a game postponed. They played in Greensboro today. They beat Notre Dame 83-76. Notre Dame's fourth straight loss. UNC improves to 21 and 4, 9 and 2 in the ACC. Irish fall to 17 and 7, 6 and 5. Justin Jackson at 16 to lead the Tar Heels. And VJ Beecham, that's a cool name, 24, the Fighting Irish. UConn women, eh, only 97 in a row. They beat the Tulsa. What's what's Tulsa's Tulsa's name? You know, I, I'm blanking. Tul- they beat Tulsa 96 to 50. Nafis Collier had 24. Shug Dixon had 12 for Tulsa. UConn's 22-0, 10-0 in the AAC. Tulsa, 8-15, 4-6 in the AAC. American Athletic Conference for you who don't get the acronyms. 97 in a row for UConn. Can you believe 97 in a row? I mean, it doesn't mean much. You know, we got the tournaments coming up soon, but we'll March Madness before you knew it, know it. But, man, how about that? UConn, that's, that's just amazing. And Wisconsin won 65-60 over Indiana at home today. They improved to 20-3, and lead the Big Ten with a 9-1 conference record. Indiana fell to 15-9, 5-6 in the Big Ten. Ethan Happ had 24 Wisconsin. Josh Newkirk had 20 for Indiana. I thought this was kind of interesting. The antitrust case settlement with the NCAA, thousands of current and former players could get 5,000 or more. Now, the NCAA and 11 conferences reach a $208.7 million settlement on Friday. The class action suit brought by players over value of athletic scholarships. Now, if it's approved by the judge, 40,000 players from top-level football teams and D1 men and women's basketball could receive anywhere checks from anywhere from five to 7,000. NCAA will cover entire cost of settlement, but the problem is in phase two, where they want to pay for play the uh, student-athletes, well... They're going to fight that one because the NCAA can't can't have you can't have Big Brother going down. It will cut into their profits, right? I mean, we can't have that happening. No, we can't have that happening, not at all. All right. So, a final thought on. I just can't get over twenty eight three. You don't you don't lose a game like that. I just you just don't lose a game like that. You, and you give up two two point conversions. You're up. Even twenty eight twelve, even twenty eight twenty, you gotta. And they have a first. They have this great class cast, catch by Julie Julio Jones, and they don't they don't do anything with it. I mean, I'm just like, it, it was ugly, folks. It was ugly. That one that that's gonna be a hard one to get over. I think Matt Ryan's not sleeping too much tonight. No, not at all. Not at all. No, no, not even close. All right, now 
trivia question from last show. Last major league team to win back-to-back World Series. Yankees, 1998-2000. 16 years and counting, folks. Tonight's trivia question. Last NHL team to win back-to-back Stanley Cups. Last NHL team to win back-to-back Stanley Cups. All right, folks. Super Bowl 151 is in the books. We had our first overtime ever in Super Bowl history, which was kind of cool. I mean, not kind of cool. Very cool. And it was their, you know, went to overtime. Won the... And you know what they call heads every time? Every time. It worked. Well, they actually lost the opening coin flip. They stuck to their guns. They called it an overtime. They got the ball. I don't. Th- I think even if the Falcons would have got the ball, they would have. They would have won. I don't think it would have mattered. Momentum was on their side, man. That was a beaten up team. They look shell shocked. It's over. All right, folks. Have a great night. I gotta go to bed. I gotta be up quite early. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a good night. Peace out. Congrats to the Patriots, Tom Brady, the city of Boston. Oh, Patriots Day. Fantastic movie. It's funny I saw that today. Made me feel very proud to be an American. Highly, highly respected. You know what? Falcons had a great season. I feel bad for Matt Ryan. I hope they learn from it. I hope they come back. Dan Quinn, he's not sleeping for a while. But man, you can't blow a 28-3 lead. You just can't do it. Can't happen. Cannot happen. All right. Peace out. Talk to you soon.